Hi, my name is Christina, and welcome to Imagination Island, the world's first learning adventure park featuring kids with stories that change the world. Today, Pimples of Promise. Once upon a time, there was a girl named Hana who looked like this. Now, Hana hadn't always looked like this. Once, she had been a young, carefree girl who loved to craft topiary animals from the bushes in her backyard. She was a little different than everyone else, and therefore a bit lonely. So she would pretend the animals could talk and that they were her friends. It was a perfect life for Hana. But once she turned 12, there was no time to imagine anymore. Her parents handed her a mountain-tall stack of SAT prep books and said, "Don't come out of your closet until you're finished." Hana spent her whole summer in her closet studying for the SAT. But no matter how many practice problems she did, the words kept jumbling in her brain, and sweat would roll down her forehead every time she saw the words SAT. Hana's parents made it very clear that this one test would determine her whole future. If you bomb this test, you will go to some no-name college, and then your life will be over. They said, and then I won't be able to look at you anymore because every time I do, I will see a failure. That was when Hana got her first gigantic zit. To make things worse. She couldn't remember the last time she had talked to her best friend. On the few occasions she tried to make up with Stacy, her best friend, Stacy turned and said, "Who are you again?" It all started when Hana was so stressed she showed up to her best friend's birthday party empty-handed. Hana felt very bad, so when Stacy and the other girls were occupied by the princess movie in the living room, Hana pretended she had an invisibility cloak. And snuck into her best friend's room. Hana wanted to give her best friend a surprise to make up for forgetting her birthday present. Her eyes drifted to the fishbowl that smelled very fishy. It held sparkles, Stacy's prized goldfish. Hmm, Hana murmured to herself as her eyes narrowed on Sparkles, who wasn't looking so sparkly. That's when an idea struck. Hana got to work on covering sparkles in minty lotions. At first, sparkles seemed to wiggle excitedly at the soapy bubbles. Once the goldfish got comfortable, it even fell back on its stomach in bliss. Hana thought the fish was sleeping when Stacy walked in. Surprise! Hana held out sparkles, all clean and shiny. She expected a wild face, or at least a simple thank you. But Stacy's reaction was a true surprise. Screaming and kicking, Stacy pushed her out of the front door. Get out, you fish killer! The fact that Stacy did not understand her gift made Hana lonelier than ever. That was when Hana got her second gigantic zit. The next day, confused at her best friend's silent treatment, Hana moved around the campus like a dejected ghost. Feeling very, very lonely, she only realized she had not even heard the bell until she looked up and saw that she was standing in a deserted hallway. When Hana raced into camp, she found the teacher was letting the students choose lab partners. She looked longingly at her crush, Robert, 
who had an empty seat beside him. He had the curliest spaghetti hair and the cutest little dimples. Her cheeks turned red at the very thought of him. This could be her chance to talk to him. She wouldn't be invisible anymore. Every part of Hana shook with nerves at the thought. I can do it, she whispered, looking toward the class hamster for assurance. The little hamster gazed back at her sympathetically as it squeaked in support. With mincing mouse steps, she finally worked up the courage to approach Robert. Hana bit her lips as she stared wistfully at her crush. Before she could stop herself, she gushed. Hi, I'm Hana. Can we bleep? Before she could finish, he gave her one look and said, Pepperoni! Pepperoni? Hana touched her face, instantly ashamed of her big red pimples. Her crush laughed as if he had just made the most brilliant joke as all her classmates chimed in. Pepperoni! Pepperoni! They laughed, pointing at her pimples. Hana wanted to sink into a giant bottomless waterhole and never return. She slowly backed away from her crush and rested her head on the furthest away desk, holding back sniffles of tears. From then on, as she soaked through the hallways, Robert and his friends would guffaw and yell, Hey Pepperoni, where are you going? This would only make Hana dip her head lower. That was when the zits started growing at an uncontrollable pace, piling on top of each other and making her look more and more like a pepperoni pizza. Seeing her pimple pizza face, her parents sighed and said, Who would ever want to marry a pepperoni? Expectations started crashing down on her with no mercy. Hana had tried and tried so hard to be what everyone wanted her to be. A smart girl, a good friend, a beautiful girl. Desperate, Hana piled mounds of pimple cream on her dotted face. For a moment, she looked like a snow princess. And that reminded her of the joy she used to have in taking ordinary things and reshaping them into extraordinary things as a child. Cheer up, cheer up, said a voice. Huh? Hana turned at the startling cry. She followed it to her windowsill, and that's when she saw the source. It was her tiny pet bird she had rescued after finding it wounded in the last winter hail. The tiny bird bounced up and down as if it were murmuring to itself. Hello? Hana inched closer to the bird. I could once fly and boss over dozens of tasty warmies. Now I'm as trapped as a mosquito in sap. Hana blinked. Did you just talk? She peered at the bird like a curious cat. Duh! Wait, you can hear me? The bird cocked its head and stared at her with its bright little eyes. Hana nodded. Well, in that case, open this cage now! The bird screamed, beating at the stubborn lock. But your legs... My legs are fine, you warm head. I'd rather die than stay in a cage. Hana's mouth opened and closed like a fish as she felt frozen to the spot. But her hands reached for the lock and pressed it open. Time seemed to slow as the bird wobbled out from its cage. It tripped a couple of times on its bad leg. 
Hana was tempted to help the poor creature, but she stopped herself when she saw the bird looking wistfully up at the sky. Eventually, the bird hopped onto the edge of the window, and with one leap of faith, it flapped its rusty wings and soared into the sky. Something inside her stirred. Oh, how she longed to escape her cage like this little golden bird and become a success in her own way. Hana dashed out the front door, following the bird until its figure grew smaller and smaller. And all that remained was a spark of pure light. She wanted to capture that moment. Before she could stop herself, Hana flew to the garage where she scavenged through boxes and boxes of old items until she finally found her mom's gardening shears under a pile of books. After dusting them off, Hana raced to the garden where she started to attack an oak tree. The last time she had tried to create a topiary had been when she was five, before her parents had scolded her for wasting her time on art. Despite the fact that it had been a long time since she had sculpted anything, her fingers remembered its old rhythms as they twirled like graceful swans who had finally found home. Pretty soon, she had recreated the little bird, staring at the sky with hope in its eyes. As her hand groped for another bush, then a shrub, then a patch of grass, creatures began to bloom out of the once ordinary landscape. Horses galloped, ducks quacked, pigs rolled. Hana was lost in creating her own world as her neighbors peeked out of their windows to stare at Hana as she worked her magic. Some wandered out of their houses as they peered over hedges to stare at Hana in awe. A little while later, Hana's tiger parents made it home from work. Mom opened her mouth to chide Hana, but Dad stopped her. As many hours passed, both parents stood amidst a crowd as their child turned plants into treasure. After the last tree transformed into a confident swan, Hana plopped down on the ground, exhausted. It had been years since she had had this kind of fun. She heard a call from behind, and turning, she saw a crowd had gathered. In the middle of that crowd, her parents stood. Um, I'm so sorry, I forgot to do the practice problems today. Hana stammered, peering at her parents, worried they would get mad. Oh my, practice problems? This child's time is much better spent carving greenery, a neighbor said. I know, right? I would pay for such lovely art. Hana, what about $100 to enliven my garden? Another neighbor chimed. Hana was still looking at her parents, but oddly, all they did was sigh. Hana, do you really like making topiaries? Hana nodded, her eyes downcast. Yes. Then we'll let you do it. You can sculpt for the neighbors as long as you finish your homework first. Hana didn't know what to say. What about the SAT? That's unimportant compared to your love of topiary. Mom smiled encouragingly. We can tell where your passion lies and that you are much happier this way. Mom, Dad! Hana ran toward them and hugged them tightly. I love you guys. I won't disappoint you. Hana didn't notice, but a few of her pimples had disappeared from her face.
Before long, her topiary business was in full bloom. However, her problems were nowhere close to be solved. Hana was determined to fix her friendship with Stacy. She gave it a very good think and realized something. Maybe fish don't like bubble baths. To make sure, she raced to the nearest pet store and asked a helpful lady, who said, Never have I ever heard of a fish that liked bubble baths. Hana felt really, really bad for Sparkles and her best friend. So she ran to Stacy's house and nervously knocked on the door. Hello? Stacy opened the door. Oh, she said when she saw Hana and started to back away. Hana stopped her. Wait! I'm sorry about making Sparkles go to fish heaven so early. I just wanted to give you a nice sparkling Sparkles. I didn't think it would. Stacy stopped her. Mentioning for Hana to follow, Hana followed Stacy to her room, where an empty fishbowl sat. Look closer, Stacy pointed. That's when Hana saw something at the bottom of the fishbowl. Is that? Hana asked, her eyes wide with excitement. Yes, it's Sparkle's eggs. It's all Sparkle's has left. Stacy sighed, then looked toward Hana. If they manage to hatch, would you mind taking care of a few of them for me? Me? Hana was surprised. You still trust me with your fish after what happened to Sparkles? Well, you're my best friend after all. I knew you didn't mean to hurt Sparkles. I was just a little sad. But I guess it'll be best now that Sparkles can live in a place where there are unlimited spaces to swim. Cece managed a slight smile. So will you help me? Of course I will. I can't wait for our little sparkles to appear. I would love to sculpt the best sea topiaries for our fish. Hana trailed off into thought, then whispered, Thanks. Stacy smiled, and they shared a wordless reunion. Without realizing it, more pimples vanished from her face. In chem the next day, Hana found Robert sitting grimly by himself. His friends were absent, and he was looking very, very lonely. Hana wanted to talk to him, for it was a perfect time to tell him off for calling her pepperoni. Hana approached Robert, who was playing with his fingers. She plopped down on an empty seat next to him. Hey, pepperoni, what happened to the pizza look today? Robert raised his eyebrows. Hana blinked twice, wondering if Robert was trying to trick her. But the urge got the best of her. She reached to feel those annoying pimples that had been bothering her for weeks, only to feel smooth, soft skin. I changed back, Hana said, still in disbelief, to myself. Now, Hana looks like this. She's in high school now. Look, she's so happy to meet you, her new friend. Well, that's the end of my story. If you enjoyed it, please check out my other stories at my personal website, SaltyAsianGirl.com and our learning adventure rides at ImaginationIsland.com. And be sure to stay tuned for our next episode, which will feature more stories and poems written and performed by kids like you. This is Christina Penn, and I am 15 years old. See you on the island!